The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by The Skinny Confidential. Every mother on the planet needs balls in her face. And if she doesn't need balls, then she needs ice in her face. And we have you covered, okay? So I'm going to hook you up with a code that you can use for your mom to get her balls, <laughs> facial massage balls, and ice on her face immediately. All you have to do is use code PINKMOTHER. You can use it and get your last-minute Mother's Day gifts on the site. You could also get her maybe a facial razor, some shaving cream, some oil. We have all the things ready to go. And I'm telling you, every mother wants to be snatched. So this is the gift. It's cute. It looks pretty on her vanity. Use code PINKMOTHER for 15% off. That's code PINKMOTHER for 15% off. This excludes kits and gift cards. Go shop your heart out. Code PINKMOTHER for 15% off. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha. I think deep down I knew it was cancer. It was really hard. During ovulation, I had a weird pain. A month into COVID, excruciating pain starting from my lower back and radiating down my leg. Pain like you can't imagine. I didn't sleep for a year and a half. It was like somebody was stabbing me with a knife and I I was just the stupidest person. To be like, this is chronic and it's normal and I'll just have to deal with it. And no, you know, like, I don't know what was wrong with me. I just don't know. I spoke to God. I'm not I'm not religious. I was like, please, God, like if this is cancer, just give me a year. I'm not ready to deal with it yet. Hello, coming at you from New York City. This episode is insane. It goes all over the place. Dana is the founder of Noi Skincare. You've seen her all over Instagram. She is famous for that facial massage, buckle massage that we all love. When I watch her Instagram, I'm just like, so zened out. It's so peaceful. But on this episode, not only does she talk about skincare, wellness, and beauty, she dives in to her journey with cancer. And she's very open and she's raw and real and vulnerable. And I just really enjoyed listening to her. And I think she has a great perspective. I should also mention that I had the opportunity to get a facial with Dana. And it was absolutely incredible. So if you're in New York City, you should definitely hit up at Noise Skincare on Instagram and book with them. You can't go wrong going in there. The studio is absolutely stunning. It doesn't even feel like you're in New York. It just feels like this magical, whimsical experience. On that note, Dana is the founder of Noise Skincare, an intimate skin wellness studio in New York City. She's been in the industry for over 15 years, touching faces and improving skin. It's her greatest passion. She also has been on a holistic journey after being diagnosed with cancer, and she opens up on this episode. I have massive respect for her as a businesswoman, a mother, and a healer. On that note, let's welcome Dana to the Him and Her Show. This is the Skinny Confidential, Him and Her. I am so excited to have you here. I have followed you on Instagram and TikTok, as I know so many people have forever, because I feel like you're the queen of facial massage. It's really nice of you. I do love 
I, I love facial massage. And it's so much more than that. It is. It's so much. And we'll get yeah. into it. Yeah. But you really are. And that's I, I had you in my book because I just look up to you so much with the skincare space. In person, your skin is absolutely glowing. But I also wanted to get your story. You've built an incredible community. I want to sort of hear how this all started. So can you take us back to when you first launched Instagram? What what was that like? Was the first video facial massage yeah. themed? So I tried it in 2014 after having my first daughter. That was the first time I even logged into Instagram. And I was like, oh, I'll try this for the business. We opened in 2012. Dave and I, my husband. It was a really cute little you know, boutique spa in Midtown Manhattan. And it did really well, but I was working like intense, like from nine to nine. He was in the front desk taking appointments, booking clients. And I was just like building the reputation, Yelp reviews. And that's how we really grew a clientele, brought some other girls to work, trained them, did all that. But I knew and I I was having babies throughout this whole time. It was a really beautiful time, but I knew that it, it wasn't it what I learned in school, like cleaning the skin, you know, extracting and I'll see you in a month or microdermabrasion, lasers, all of that beautiful. It's it's beautiful for the skin, but I knew that it wasn't really what changes the skin long lasting, like giving long lasting results. So I wanted to delve deeper. I always just wanted to learn more massage techniques. And I didn't know. I tried like, you know, courses here and there, continuing education courses, but they were, it wasn't it. I remember in 2017, after trying Instagram in 2014, which failed, I just stopped. I remember 2017, I looked this man up. His name was Yaakov. I know you saw him. Remember him? No. But I'm going to learn. I think that's when I first started Wait, following you. Actually, maybe was he there was he would like do videos in that conference. Russian yeah. man. I do remember who has that. like hands that are. Yeah, yeah, I unreal. do remember now. It took me a second. Yeah, but yeah. It, oh, it's, it's, not, it's not in the old memory bank. I'm not. You know, this is you know, I'm learning here. Yeah, he's <laughs> he felt when I got facial massage. From you him, got it from him, right? Yeah, it felt like he took a needle and popped <laughs> my face like it was so snatched. It was like I went Magic. From, it was magic. What Anyways. happened to him? He's still around. He's still around. He's still around. Go on. So I was like, no, 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 no. I found him. I just Googled. I don't even know how I found him. But I saw him work. Like I was Googling facial massage, whatever, all these different things. And I saw his, his hands move. And I was like, no, no, I have to learn that now. I have to learn that. Nobody does that here, you know? And I just, it was like, you know, that aha moment. So then I messaged him on Facebook at the time I had Facebook and I was like, you have to come train in New York. And he's like, no, I've never been in America. Like I've, and he was Israeli. So Russian Israeli. So I could communicate with him in Hebrew because I can't speak Russian clearly. So he was like, let me, and I was begging him and I kept calling, like writing him and kind of bothering him. And then he's like, let me just see. I'll reach out to you if and when this happens. And then a couple months later, he messaged me on Facebook and he was like, we're actually going to get something together in Staten Island in August. And I would love for you to come. So I was like, amazing, I'm coming. He's like, just FYI, it's in Russian. So I was like, okay, I'll come. Like, I'll use my eyes. So 
I go, it was like really, really like very unprofessional. Now it's very different. But I know he has like translators and he even learned the language more. Back, imagine the first one was just like, where am I? You know, like it was, I was communicating with him in, in Hebrew a little bit, but like I didn't know what I was doing and I would go home to my husband. This was like four days back and forth from Long Island to Staten Island. And I'm this is my personality. I'm just like, I need to learn it and I need to be the best at it. So then I went to Dave and I was like, I, I just can't do this. Like I suck. Everyone's getting it because they were all speaking Russian and I'm just not getting it. And he's like, just keep going, you know? So I went, I learned it. I left. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this, you know? So then I kept like practicing in during my facials, just some of the moves. It was so bad in the beginning. This was a September now, 2017. So right before Meghan Markle got engaged. So timing was everything. And, and during this time, I started Instagram. So it was like, I don't know. It was just everything came into place. I started Instagram, but different this time. I had this moment where I was like, nobody, no um, celebrity esthetician that I follow feels like relatable and, and is showing us the ends of the industry, is, is teaching us. They were just showing products, talking about them. Fluffy, very, very superficial. And I was like, I have to do what they do for makeup, but I have to do like massage on myself and like visual. I'm a visual person, so I want to see it visually. That was like the moment where everything changed because from then on, what you see now on Instagram, that was not the case back then. Nobody was doing skincare videos. They were all doing makeup tutorials. I was at that time, my husband found a like an independent PR, you know, woman still in touch with her. And he was like, let's just try this out. Let's see what what we could do, like what what we could do with this. She's like, you need an angle, you know, like you're an esthetician. That's great. And my husband's like, you know, he's he's like my biggest cheerleader. So he's like, no, no, no. She's like she's going to get into this magazine and she's going to she's going to kill it. And, and she's like, no, you need an angle. So she was like, we need to go with the buckle. I'm like, I just learned it. Like, I really don't know how to do it. She's like, you have to just fake it. You have to fake it. So I practiced, practiced. I had a Russian, a really good client who was Russian, who translated the video that I bought. And she was like, because it's all about the intricacies of this massage. And just really quick for people that don't know what the buckle massage is, explain it to everyone. It's an inner mouth massage. So first he starts, you know, it's external and then really, really relaxing and strengthening every single main muscle of the face and neck. It improves the posture of the face. So it really sculpts and changes the face in a way that we didn't learn in school, you know, and then when you go inside the mouth, it's all about working simultaneously inside and outside at the same time to create that lift, working on the tiny muscles it that just we can't access. The muscles in the, in yes. the jaw? Yes, because we can't access those tiny muscles from outside. Hmm. So going into, and you could do this on yourself. It's very intuitive. There are no rules for, I wouldn't recommend any esthetician just do it on someone else because that's, that's an art. But on yourself, it's it's just doing I'll show it. show you how to do it. You go it, in your mouth. I don't need, listen. Well, actually, you can show me how to do it today and then I'll show so them how to do it. It's so easy. But to myself. But you can also, I feel like it feels the good. massage that you do too, and we can get into this in a second, but it sculpts the, even like the fine lines, the wrinkles, it 100%. molds them out. What she does. Softens them. Yes. 
nothing that I do is like going to get rid of your wrinkles or it's it softens wrinkles. It softens your frown lines, your laugh lines, but it improves the the, the posture of the face. It does create a lift. It's like a workout for your face. Yes. 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 So and it feels amazing okay. because so many people hold so much tension in their face. I don't think you. Let understand. me tell you what you do to me, Lauren. I don't think you understand. She holds these back on me. She goes and gets these services and yeah, goes on I the book. She does today. it all. She gets. She she takes like the ones that are like tens of tens. You and can she gives go me the with scraps. me today and get like ten minutes of buckle. <laughs> no, you're sending me to somebody. <laughs> he's like, he's hey, never done the buckle. Get out of here. No, maybe I'll bring him today. He's never done the buckle. No, maybe I'll bring you and you can do the buckle for ten minutes. Well, I got to go up to Midtown, but maybe. Oh, okay. All right, go on. You can do it on him. Okay. I'll teach you. Do, do I give him a Maybe. hand job while I'm doing it on him? What, what yeah. else do I need to do? I don't, do? Know. I don't okay. know how that's going to yeah, go. That's, that's part of it. I don't know how him. that's going to go. You need two hands over here. Y- Yakov didn't teach me that. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember that you got a facial with him. I stalked him. I found him on Instagram and I was like, literally, he, he was in a different country. And I was like, yeah, I need you to work on me. Yeah. I did the same to you. I just haven't had a chance to. Anyways, we'll get we'll get yeah. into that. This so, is why women are going to rule the world because there's no way a man's going to seek persistent. out a guy. We're yeah, persistent. You know, I was like... I'd be like, where are you at, buddy? I was Russia? annoying. Ne- never mind. I'll no, he was yeah, in Russia. I'll find someone no, else. No, I'd be like, well, yeah. Russia not happening. You know, I literally found him in yeah. Russia and I was like, you <laughs> this, <laughs> this is why I said, like, me and Wolf aren't doing okay, that. Okay, so no you probably haven't had something like that before, right? It was insane. It was insane. Very unique. It's unique. Okay, so so go back. I wouldn't even get a haircut if the guy's... Your PR agent says that you need a unique angle. Yeah, because this massage is very important to know the intricacies. Like, that's my work. You know, it's not just going like this on the face. You have to move your body. You have to follow through. You have to use your finger pads. You have, there's so many details that if you don't learn it properly, you're going to practice missing those details. And it's just not the same experience or effect. So I knew that just, I knew that intuitively. That's what I'm always saying. I always felt like I needed to be massaging women's face, not extracting like, that's not my thing. I work more holistically with the skin, with the lymphatic system, where we bring about a change to really create, you know, an improvement in skin condition. So I started doing that with my with my friends, with my client, and then my mother-in-law, because Dave is Russian. So my mother-in-law, I made her sit with me and translate it for me. So I did this, and then I brought clients just practicing on them, taking before and afters. It's insane. And it was amazing. And I got good because of all of the practice for this PR thing. I got good. And they still kind of sucked. And then Meghan Markle got engaged. She was putting out feelers. My PR girl was putting out feelers. I got that. Nobody was interested. Nobody. She got engaged, Meghan Markle, and suddenly her phone was ringing off the hook and she got me into E. Wait, wait, wait. Because you did her? No. Meghan Markle came out and said her beauty secret is buckle massage. Yes. And in London, I think she was getting it. She was getting it it in London. And because she had gained so much popularity, people were then searching buckle massage, right? Everybody. And And I was really the only one here. E! News, I was like freaking out because this was like a national television. I was just like, I don't know if I could do this. I didn't know what I was doing. They came to my spa. They filmed every, it was a segment, you know, and then the cut, New York Magazine. Then it went to like BuzzFeed, Real, all of these publications. I blogged about it. It's I have a blog post on my blog. I remember. It. Yeah, there was, I did a blog yeah. post on it. It was like, it was the, hot. It was like, it was fire yeah. because Meghan Markle got it. And you jump it on the trend or what? 
Yeah. All right. She did. I did. <laughs> Who doesn't want their buckles removed? I I want. I mean, not that, removed. <laughs> yeah, worked on. But I well, want that facial. Want your no, removed. you don't. Do and people re- are doing it. No, we'll get into that too. I mean, do not remove your buckles. No, but go on. So yeah. So then I because I started doing all of these public like all of these PR this PR tour kind of thing. I got and and started booking up with it because when I went to learn it with him, I didn't know if people were going to even book this. You know, who who would and you have to charge because it's so much work. It, it really is. So like I was like, who's going to pay that or who's who's going to book this? Who's going to care? Pay what at the time? Actually, not a lot at the time. What was it at the time? I think he price recommended something up, like price gone up. Yeah, yeah. yeah the price has gone up. It's yeah. Your time. So I have 500 people and over on a wait list. How did I get in? I don't take clients at the moment. So you got in. Oh, is that a power move, Lauren? What are you doing? It's it's just for Lauren. Wow. It's just for I'm Lauren. crying. I'm so excited. No, okay. it's my pleasure to Very do. Nice. I didn't to, know that. No, I'll be. Oh, I just no. asked. I'm like, I should have known. Is this, so let me ask no, you this. No, but I knew. I knew that I'm I. So excited. I knew that oh, I would nice. be. I oh. would be. Doing it obviously this. sounds labor intense. How long does it take? Ninety minutes. Okay. And you, because and, and, I also combined gua sha with it, which has also exploded. So yes, yeah, so, no. So I, I, I started getting booked up from the from E and from New York Magazine. And I just, all that practice, I got so good at it, you know? And then I started filming myself doing it and putting it on Instagram. And that was even, you know, that exploded even more. Now every esthetician wants to learn, learn it. And everyone wants to incorporate it into their, into their book. And now clients, they want this. The one treatment that people want over and over and over again is this, not microcurrent which lifts and sculpts the face beautifully this one they want me to go inside their mouth because it's just so it releases emotions it releases blockages it's you many people cry brano called you yesterday our friend brano and was like i just got this buckle massage to you well i imagine and he was, you, he was like was that, telling you about it really yeah a guy friend was telling you but i imagine it's because it's an area of the body that is not getting any kind of attention for exactly. 30, 40 plus years and all of a Ever. sudden. Yeah. Ever. You know? And we hold so much in our face. Mm-hmm. Trauma, whatever it is, and to unload it is mm-hmm. so powerful. It's like, and I feel like when I'm doing this facial, I'm first, I'm going to another space because it's also very, and this is the art of it. It doesn't happen in the beginning, you know? Yeah, I, I'm like releasing things from my body. It's like I'm taking it from them and just releasing it from them. It's crazy. I'm like a vessel. So it's it's a very energetic, it's a transfer of energy. Yes, but I don't hold it. But you don't I release hold it. it. And, and, and I've heard from other facialists that I've worked with that you do have to have almost a barrier to other people's energy when you're working that close sure. on someone. For sure. What is I that like? Client. Like you have to like, you have to like, like actually talk or think about I need to take this energy and sort of no wash it off. That's the thing. That's that's where experience comes along because I also used to absorb all of that energy. And with time, you just learn to, it, I'm not just doing this on somebody. It's like a treatment for me as well. And hmm. so it becomes the therapy for me. It's crazy. I love it. I love doing it. So while you're working so hard, being a mother, being a wife, building your business, you're, you're jam-packed. Are you also taking care of yourself? No. Yeah. 
which is why I'm not seeing clients right now. Okay. Because I don't know how to do both of them. And that's something I have to figure out. Um, I care so much and I put so much. And right before COVID, January, right before COVID, we signed on for a huge space that you'll be coming to today in Nomad. And then the world shut down. So, yeah. I had Instagram at that point. We had just started. I was doing tutorials. I started really speaking about products and skincare and helping women from all over the world. And Dave was rapping in the basement, shipping. COVID happened and I was like, don't worry. Like, everything's going to be fine. I'm just going to like take it up a notch on Instagram because I'm home, you know? I was like, there's literally nothing to worry about. And I explo- I exploded in, in, in COVID, like so many people. Well, you were able- Our e-commerce blew up. Specifically. You yeah. were able to, to, to take all the time that you had spent with other clients and put it- Exactly. And, and make a massive business about it. I mean, I remember, I think, go- during COVID, going on your site and trying to buy the reflexology tool that you sell. And it was sold out. Minutes. In yeah. minutes. Yeah. I remember and that. I didn't even plan on making a reflexology tool. It was literally, you know, I learned facial reflexology, which we could talk about. It's incredible. I was like, just look up facial reflexology tool because everyone wants to know what I have. Right. So I was like, they don't sell this one. I just got it with my course. So I ended up making a tool because they wanted a tool. But the tool came out so beautifully perfect that now, you know, it's a bummer. It's all over what are Alibaba and estheticians who follow me sell it as their own design. And it's sad, you know, it's like, which I'm sure this happens to your things as well or will happen. I don't know. It's part of the game. I mean, but that is hard. It's hard. It's part of the game. You got, you got, you know how you go in with the energy of getting off your clients. You have to do the same with that. I know. That's my advice. Oh, I know. I don't know if that helps. I've let it go. Yeah. I've let it go, but it's really frustrating when like I see, I don't care if they're like, I got a copy off of, but when they pass it on as their own, it's like they consume my content and then they, they, they also, it's, it's very, it's just so weird to me, but. Can you become a wholesaler where they can buy it? I will. Okay. That's what I would do. It's just with everything that's happened with my health, I've been operating at like 10%. So talk to Over us about years. that. Talk to us about before. I think it's a common theme too. We have a lot of, I would consider you a healer in ways, right? Yeah, yeah. she is right? a healer. And we have people in our lives that are in that in different walks. Like some of them working on the body, some of them working, you know. Yeah. And one common thing we see with a lot of people that are in that kind of like level or that field, right, is that many of them struggle to take care of themselves because they're so consumed taking care of other people. Right? It's unfortunate. And yeah, it's it's sometimes like we'll we'll sometimes say to people in our lives that work in different areas, we'll say like, hey, you gotta like take care of yourself too. Cause you could say like their nervous systems are shot. Especially and once they that are won't. At the top. No, they don't. They won't until a crisis happens. And that's what I wanna that's why I do wanna share my story a little bit more. I'm always apprehensive, but it it just won't happen until you you you're met with a crisis, which is unfortunate, you so know. Walk us back to the first inclination that you had that something was wrong and maybe it's even like not even like a pain somewhere maybe it was just a feeling my health started to decline after I had my third my son 
So that was the year where things blew up on social and the PR and Meghan Markle getting engaged and all that. And I was working with Idan. That's my son. I was working from two weeks before I gave birth, taking clients till nine at night. Dave would come with two of my baby girls and pick me up from the city. And I was like in in like on just in a crazy, probably stressed out happy, but stressed, very stressed. We didn't know where we were going to live. We were looking for a home. School was starting. I remember just getting like anxiety, which I've never physically, it never physically manifested like that before. So I, I gave birth six weeks after my cousin, someone very close to me passed away from cancer. And that just was a very, very big trigger. Something, I don't know what happened, but I, I, I got really sick with Hashimoto's thyroid disease. I didn't feel like myself. I was, it was really just such a depressing, he's my little baby saved me because he was just so perfect. And like, thank God I had him. He comforted me, but it was really hard that the, the dealing with Hashimoto's when you first get it, you're like, you think it's the end of the world. And you're like, what am I going to do? You're lost. You're going to doctors. They're telling you Synthroid for the rest of your life. There's nothing you can do about it. So they gave me, I still don't feel good. I knew there has to be something deeper, you know? So I kept kind of searching for 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 healing ways, but I was working very hard at the same time, very hard. Because you, you get a wave and you want to ride it, you know? You don't want to stop. So it was like work, 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 me on the back burner. And then a year after that in 2019, I, during ovulation... I start, I had a weird pain down my bone. So this was the first time. This was the summer before COVID. And it, it was radiating down my bone. And I was like out for two days with ovulation. I always had ovulation pain. So I was like, okay, I'll go to a gynecologist. I went to the gynecologist. She checked me. I thought maybe a cyst. I don't know, something, nothing. It would happen only during ovulation for the next couple of months. Then I was just working. Things were good. We we signed on the new location. Everything's good. COVID hits. A month into COVID, excruciating pain starting from my lower back and radiating down my, my, my leg. Like pain, like you can't imagine. I didn't sleep for a year and a half. I was, it was like somebody was stabbing me with a knife and I, and I was just the stupidest person to just not to be like, this is chronic and it's normal and I'll just have to deal with it. And no, you know, like, I don't know what was wrong with me. I just don't know. Maybe you didn't want to confront what was going on with you. I think my, I think deep down I knew it was cancer. Really? I do. I believe you because you're so intuitive, I think. I really do because I'll tell you why. Because when I opened, we were doing renovation. We had a gut renovation on this place. So it was taking time to open when we can finally open the doors. This was October, a year before diagnosis. And I said to myself, I said, I spoke to God. I'm not, I'm not religious. I was like, please God, like if this is cancer, just give me a year, just give me a year to deal with it, to enjoy the spa, to enjoy this creation, to enjoy my, my family, whatever, just, I'm not ready to deal with it yet. And it was literally a year to that from that time that I just couldn't walk anymore. So what do you do when you feel like you, you, 
your world is crumbling. Like what doctor did you go to? How did you get the actual full diagnosis? I went to a another physical therapist who said this doesn't look right. And I was like, how can they tell by the way it looks? It was there was there. It was 13 centimeters in diameter. Oh, wow. I have I ha- it was half of my femur and full hip replacement. Yeah. So it was like you could see it. You can see it. Could but you it was, see it in clothes? It was weird a little bit, but it was weird because it was in the it was mostly in my hip area that it almost could look like they thought bursitis, like swelling, because it wasn't necessarily hard. When it became really hard was when it started to engulf here and I felt like a bump. So what did your husband say while all this is going on? He was just like <sighs> he didn't know what to do. He was, he was like, scared. Probably. He was scared, but he was like, it's not cancer. Like it's not cancer or you know he there and then the night before my appointment I ended up watching a documentary with a woman who had bone cancer and I was like she named all the symptoms that I had and I was like I looked at Dave and I was like it's cancer you know it was so crazy but I went to the I went to a spine specialist who I hate this day but I went to him and he didn't really say much he was like I'm gonna call you but we'll figure it out. And that night he's like, listen, I was going out for drinks with a friend and he called me at nine at night. And he was like, I forwarded your images to, you have to come in as soon as possible. So Whoa. I was like, it's my holy holiday tomorrow, Yom Kippur. Like, I'm not religious, but I do observe that. And I'm like, can I wait? He's like, I just don't know what you're religious. Like, you, you shouldn't wait. You need to come in. And I was tests right away and they said it is most likely the most aggressive form osteosarcoma i think that having three children and a full-time business and a husband it's so much pressure especially on a woman it's your body it's so many different things in a way i felt a relief because i found out what it was and Like I knew, like I just wanted the pain gone. Like I could not deal with the pain anymore. It was at that point, I also, they were talking about amputation. So I was like, just get me into surgery and like get this out. So they did a biopsy and it actually, they called me in. They did the MRI, the PET scan. They do everything to really make sure, you know, the diagnosis is correct. And they're like, great news. It's not in your lungs. So it hasn't spread. I'm like, how? How is it that big? And it hasn't spread. And it's not osteosarcoma. It's a slow-growing tumor called chondrosarcoma. There's no chemotherapy or radiation. It's just a surgery. So I was like, wow. He's like, the surgery is not easy. It's, it's, it's one of the most difficult recoveries you will probably limp for the rest of your life, which is, I do, I limp. It was really hard. It was really hard. So I got like hooked on the drugs because it was so painful. Like, but I, I detoxed after a month and I, I, I made myself get off of that shit. This is something that's not talked about enough. And I think that maybe you can add to, to this conversation. So many people go through s- certain surgeries where they break their leg or whatever it is, and they get addicted to the pain medication. And you're also simultaneously going through this. So the pain medication is probably soothing. I was loving it. Yeah. You're, you're loving like the first time in a year and a half that I haven't felt pain. Right. But not just pain, probably physically, right? Yeah. Emotionally. Yeah, totally. 
So when you're in that, at what point do you know that you're addicted to the pain medicine? They kept telling me, we need to scale back. And I said, no, I'm I'm in the pain when it wore off. You cannot let it wear off because the pain was like something undescribable, you know, so so is it like a burning (sighs) pain or is it like an aching pain? You can't describe it. It was like. Wait, the you don't childbirth? have a leg. Childbirth? Nothing to compare to. Oh my God, I love contractions. I know, I kind of like it too. I like it. I was like, this is happening. Yeah, it's happening. It's progressive. You know? Yeah, it's and it's good. like a good thing. Got it's it. not I, like, it's like a good pain. So like, you'd rather give birth all day long? All day. I'd rather be pregnant, give birth. I'd rather all that all day long. Yeah. Okay, so. Nobody wants to, I, I can't believe what like, I got a taste of what people go through, like athletes and stuff like that, like with injuries. And, and, and this was just imagine two, two bones, basically, like two that are bat, like like this. It's not like it was my hip going like into two different. Together? It was it was two bones that are next to each other that need a replacement. So it, it's just the recovery is Ugh. very difficult. It's yeah. very different, you know, so. I was, they were, to their credit, they were trying, they were trying to get me off, but they didn't say, listen, you're going to get addicted. They didn't say that. So I was like, I'm not going to get addicted. I, I, why would I get addicted to the drugs? And then I went home and something really weird. I don't know if you're, if you know of this, but something called perosmia. Do you know of that from COVID? Oh, thank God you don't know about that. It was actually like one of the worst things I've ever experienced in my life. It had to be during my recovery too. Unfortunately, it was, I got COVID in August, right before I was diagnosed. And I lost my smell and taste, came back. And it's this thing that after two months of, or three months of COVID, you develop this thing where everything that you taste and smell is like, sewage, chemicals, burned toast, like something that is, is the most, you've never heard of it. I think well, I had that. Is it taste like, does it taste like metal? like metal? Yeah, but that could be one of them, but it could be very mild of only a couple of things, or it could be, <laughs> you would know if you, well, she said she that's exactly, she I COVID, thought it was pregnancy. It, it's, it, you know, that taste in pregnancy, that metallic, it's the worst, every single thing smells, even like you, I would my, give Zaza a kiss. Yeah. Yeah. And, sh- and like, yes, it, the hair I, was, I couldn't stand my children's smell. It's the weirdest thing. I, I couldn't even stand boiling water. I couldn't stand shower water. I couldn't stand my own breath, my body odor. So, and so, I didn't, nobody so smells anything. So what exactly is it? It's when the rewiring is off. So you, you lose it. And then things get put back together, but wrong. So a strawberry doesn't taste like a strawberry. It tastes like That is poop. exactly what I have. And it takes how long to... I mean, it's kind of... It takes nine months and up, but my mom's an acupuncture. She did acupuncture three times a day on the olfactory nerve. I did homeopathy, came back 70% within a month. I, I was... I was so depressed for a week. So the what re- happens? It just takes a while for the brain to rewire back to what Sometimes it's supposed to be. You know years. what the worst smell is? And Rain. Everything, everything, water, rain, rain, the air the, outside, you can't, the air outside. Yeah, you cannot. Yes, you explain had it, it and you I, never looked it I up. I thought it. I looked at metal taste during pregnancy because <laughs> okay. I was pregnant. Oh, you were pregnant. 
So I thought it was pregnancy. Oh. So I'm like, every, every uh, there's an episode. Oh, no. You can go back and listen. I'm like, this pregnancy's been so easy, but everything tastes like metal. <laughs> but then when I had the baby, everything still smelled and tastes like metal. It's parosmia. And even like, even my, like. And you still have it? Uh, it comes, comes back. Yeah, sometimes. sometimes. Like mm-hmm. certain A things whiff. will trigger it. Yeah. But then it goes away. It is like something's trying to rewire. Yeah. Yeah, that's ex- sorry. That that is exactly what I had. It's the worst. Go on. It really and 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 I don't know. Why are you metal? looking at me like you're mad at me about it? She looked at me like she's mad. Like I, I just dis- that you didn't have to go through it. I was like, why didn't Dave have to go through yeah, that? Why I did I have to go through that? And do this, and you have to go through everything you're going through. I thought it was the drugs. That's what made me get off the drugs. But that was. That's how things works for you. I was like, I'm so life. sorry. Wow. You're not going to have know? that bite of dessert. Pass it over here. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Certain things I loved, like oranges. Like I love oranges. And all of a sudden, it was off-putting. Everything. Chocolate. Coffee. My parents would cook because everyone was there. They would cook in the house and I'd have to lock myself in the room. And I was just so depressed about it because I love food and I... And then I was recovering and I Certain needed to eat good. You're looking at me like I didn't. Uh, no, but I'm just, I'm annoyed because. She can't believe that she didn't know that this was actually. No, no I'm annoyed at him. Is she looking no. at you because you didn't believe <laughs> no, her? No, no, let me tell you about I'm my annoyed wife. at him. There's a lot of rewiring that needs to go on in here sometimes. But <laughs> I'm there, annoyed at the, 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 She's looking at me like she's mad because she was describing this, but I don't know what this was. And she wasn't. Were you in, describing it back then? And he. I was I'm like, yeah, that sucks. But what do you want me to, you know. But things are off putting. But keep in mind, I'm pregnant. So I'm like. It's, it's really bad. I it's, was never saying it wasn't true. It's depressing. I believed the depressing. symptoms, but I was like. You're what? right, though. The air even smells like it. If someone like the dog would pee and like the smell of pee is not the same. No, nope, my actually, this is actually those things didn't smell bad. Certain things like like pee didn't smell like those things didn't smell bad. It was you're, weird. It was yes, like you're saying she's saying that like pee, like how pee smells bad in it real smelled life. It like. Like it didn't, fruit. Yeah, it didn't. It doesn't smell. smell so does it like here? I know what you're talking so about. So I wonder. This is me. Listen, I'm no scientist. You know, some some think I am, but I'm just telling you what I'm not. You're very smart. You well, are. Well, well, thank you. I'll take that. Boost that clip up, please. No, I think what it sounds like is it maybe takes things that sense that you're attracted to and makes and and turns them off, like and things that maybe you're. Yes, because the kids and even my husband's pheromones, which I love. Like, like thing, Dave like, couldn't wear cologne. Yeah, he still can't wear cologne. It's like maybe your brain is saying I like that. Now your brain's telling you don't like For that. For sure. That is weird for sure it was everything that i loved i i could only eat right like white rice not eat i couldn't eat anything and i had what to nourish my body pregnancy. white rice it was it was bad i could it was this bad. Is, okay you know, steamed vegetables were okay we found things that work but is this a this is a result of like long covid or covid exactly okay. do you know what that was long COVID. thing ever for it is because i thought remember i thought it was pregnancy umongi plums what is it called Plums. It's a plum sauce from Asia. Japan. I'm gonna send you the link. It's a plum sauce, and you put like it on your sauce rice. Sauce. Oh yeah, and it's and it offsets the taste. And I was. Well, eating I hope I whole... never have to deal with that okay, again. So, but I had to clip my nose with one of those things oh, when Michael, I ate. You have no idea how bad it is. Oh my god, I'm, I'm so sorry. So why do some? Okay, why do some people get this and some people don't? We both. It's like got a COVID. symptom of long COVID. Huh. I I don't know. It's like some people. I don't know. But it does go away for good. 
it went away from me, but I've done so much healing to the point where it's like ridiculous to, of course, it's going to go away. Somebody did describe this. They said it takes certain brains longer to rewire than others as a result. And it has nothing to do with your brain power. Just some brains, like they can't rewire as fast as others after. But I heard a couple of things, things about for it. You have to tell me what you did I, off air. I was like acupuncture right away. Right away. My mom was sticking me with needles three times a day. Let me ask you this. Do you have a really strong sense of smell and taste normally? Yeah. Yeah. Because see, I don't have, I've had my nose broken, I don't even know how many times. And my sense of smell and taste, I think, has been impacted because of that. Since it's just because like you don't have your, and I, and she has a super strong sense of smell and taste. So I wonder if it's people that have stronger tastes than others that this impacts. I just feel like they're the lucky ones. The I ones had who did milk this in my coffee every single day for my whole life. And one day I was like, almond milk's disgusting. I just want black coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is actually so I couldn't do black coffee. I wanted I wanted coffee so bad. I couldn't do any of it. I couldn't even do. Thank God I actually could do water. Drinking water was not bad. So simultaneously, as you're going through this taste and smell situation, which is horrific, you also are are healing. From no, so what I thought I thought it was the drugs. That's, so that's what made what, me get off the drugs. And that's what God, I'm though. saying. Thank God for prosmia because I was not planning on getting off. I didn't think that they were going to be addicting. I've never been addicted to drugs before or anything. I know people that on paper, like, you know, successful, have their faculties, adult made it to their later adult years, no problems, not drinkers, not drug abusers that have had hip replacement surgeries or knee surgeries and they get stuck on this. And I, I know literally a handful of people that have to check themselves into rehab to get off this stuff because those drugs That's are strong. so yeah, How so did you strong. get yourself off of it? I I actually wanted to kill myself like that week. It was, and again, that was like, I'm not a depressive person. That's like a taste of like what people go through who who, who get off alcohol and drugs. It, it's like the biggest black hole. I was telling Dave, my, my mom, my poor mom, I was like, I just want to die so bad but it lasted a week and a half it was night sweats it was because i stopped it because i was like what's happening with my taste whole turkey because i was like this maybe has to do with it and it's also dangerous it's very dangerous i knew that after the fact and then my friend came over she's like no no noah had it hers she was like my my that's from covid but at that point i had already been off for three days so i was like i'm going to continue this and and just people kept telling me it's going to be okay. Like wait a week and a half, a week. And it's, and it was, thank God, like that, that passed. If there's one thing I love learning about, it's diamonds. Think you know a lot about diamonds? Probably not as much as you think. Did you know that the stone is connected to 10 million people around the world? Your natural diamond helps provide access to healthcare for over 4 million people. Your natural diamond also helps provide access to education for children around the world, including over half a million children in rural communities. Your natural diamond helps provide access to education for children around the world, including over half a million children in rural communities. Your natural diamond has contributed to $16 billion of annual benefits for our world. That includes healthcare, jobs, education, biodiversity, and infrastructure. Your natural diamond also helped fund more than over 400 women-owned businesses across Africa. And what's wild, thanks to your natural diamond, the lives of millions of wild animals globally, including threatened species, are protected 
from extinction. I'm learning more and more about it too. You should also know your natural diamond helps protect endangered rhinos. Each natural diamond promises a more sparkling future for generations to come. Discover so much more natural diamond truths at naturaldiamonds.com slash thank you. That's naturaldiamonds.com slash thank you to discover so many truths about natural diamonds. That's naturaldiamonds.com slash thank you to discover so many truths about natural diamonds. Let me tell you about Top Golf. It's golf. It's not golf. It's Top Golf. Top Golf is the ultimate experience. If you're looking to take your team on an adventure or you want to go on a date or maybe you even want to go by yourself, they have it all. So they have a lot of stuff that makes them golf. Think clubs, balls, tees, turf. They even have a ball picker upper situation. But they also have a lot of things that are not golf giant targets, and they also have giant TVs and my favorite handcrafted food and even a beverage menu. I think that this is such a fun place to go and get off your phone and do something in real life that's interactive. And there's so much stimulation and there's so many different things to do. They also have this thing called Half Price Tuesday, which is amazing. You can find the full details at topgolf.com Tuesday. Even if you don't consider yourself a golfer, that's fine because you can just play. It's a very like fun experience. It's a vibe. You can go and have fun, food, beverages. They have all different kinds of things on the menu. This is so cute to do with friends. And I'm all about that Half Price Tuesday. So you should know exclusions apply to the Half Price Tuesday promotion and full terms can be found at topgolf.com slash Tuesday. If you guys go DM me on Instagram and definitely tag at Topgolf. It's golf. It's not golf. It's Topgolf. Pro tip, download the app and book ahead of time to come play around on Half Price Tuesday or any other day. Another thing that is not talked about enough, and I talk about this on the podcast all the time to bring awareness to this because it's a little tiny hack. When you get prescribed pain medicine, whether it's for a boob job or whether it's for a surgery or your wisdom teeth, whatever, in my opinion, you your doctor should prescribe you a stool softener with it. Because what happens with this pain medicine is you get constipated. And the problem with this is if you've just gone through surgery and you have anesthesia in your system. To get it out. You have to get it out or you I didn't go for three weeks. It's not just that. Oh my God, no, poor thing. That's probably- I was bedridden. I couldn't move. The clogged shit is probably making the the depression worse. When you have opioids in your system, it turns off your digestive system. Everything. And we've had friends who like, people that are stuck on heroin or stuff like that, they come in their whole digestive system. So Khalil came on here and literally said he shoved a pencil up his ass to pull shit out of his body. He was, he's a full heroin. He's told the story openly on the show wow. because the digestive system fully, full, the digestive system fully shuts down and your body's not signaling to remove toxin from your body. And so it just accumulates to the point where you can't go. So do, my and, question then it, is, and then it hurt your yeah. constipated. Are you stool softener? Nothing. At, at, yeah. At that point I was like, get me, but, a stool. but I mean, when they give you the pills, do they give you a stool softener with it? They, when I left the hospital, they, they gave, they gave it to me. Something. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it didn't work right away. It didn't work right away. Okay. So, so once you get off the pills and you have a little bit of clarity, what, how is it to deal with everything that your body had just been through? I was like, thank God I'm alive and I have my leg and I'm just going to work really hard to rehab my body. Like we are so capable. And I kept looking at like, I didn't look at sad 
cancer stories or sad, depressing stories. You know, I mean, I've, I went down that rabbit hole on TikTok one day and I'm like, why? Why do people, why? You know, like, no, I just want to look at inspiring stories. People who got out of the, 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 the darkest holes that they've ever been, been on, you know, been in. Weird things started happening to me. I don't know. Like I started meditating. I started really looking within. I started to understand that cancer didn't come out of nowhere. It doesn't just happen to us. This could be controversial to say, but I brought the cancer to myself. Like I know that with my mind, with my fucked up thoughts, with my fears and with my lifestyle habit. You know, that my lifestyle choices. Very self-aware thing to say. I but don't you have ever... to be self-aware to heal because then you're just right back where you started. So if you're going to put all your, your, if you're going to put your life in your doctor's hands and they just tell you, let's wait and watch or it's never going to come back or you have clear margins, you have no power. When you were meditating, did you do that work internally through the meditation? Not at first because I had just started and it was it's still hard for me. It's still a challenge. But no, I, yeah, now I'm able to go deep. But it was just another way to be like, wow, like everything is within us. Like everything, including our body's capability to heal. When you say your fucked up thoughts, what do you mean? Like you I mean, had so much fear. Well, like, like with your business and life? No, no. Like when it comes to love, to family, to business, to creating, I'm like, of course I'm going to do it. I'm like such a manifester in that sense. I'm like, I'll do everything. Like I know I'll get there. I'm not scared. When it comes to health, it's like I, it's like I don't believe I could be healthy. Working on it, I've gone far, but I didn't I just didn't believe that I could be healthy. Where does that come from? I was born with with I was born with some some things. Like uh, when I was born, I had surgery right away for a urinary reflex. I was like five years in the hospital on and off with surgeries Whoa. when I was a kid. Yeah. So because back then there were, you know, my mom, my parents were young. They just took me to this doctor and he kept messing up on the surgery. So I had a lot of UTIs. They put me on antibiotics for 10 years of my life. Destroyed oh, my gut. Wow. Things that we know we would never do, you know? But, they, but your parents Turned. don't know better. They don't know. No. So, so, so I had a lot of fear with doctors. I had a lot. I'm unpacking all of that right now with healers, with therapists. I, all year. All year has been like a year of, of awakening, and, and, and I think I was yearning for that. And I think cancer is like a tap on the shoulder, like wake up, you know, Hashimoto's wasn't enough to wake me up. Cancer woke me up. So now when you sit and think about your health, do you think about all the things that can go right as opposed to all the things that can yeah. go wrong? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I'm not out of the woods. Like, you know, I, the fact that I am even here, me a year ago, Donna a year ago, I would never show my face anywhere if I, from just, I don't, I don't want to be out there. You know, I don't want to be out there with this information that I have about what I'm going through. Why you a year ago? What do you mean? It's very different. I just feel braver now. I feel, 
I feel liberated. It's liber free, free. Yeah. When people go through trauma, sometimes you want to go in and close off. Yeah. Yeah. So where you're at right now, First of all, I can't believe you even showed up to do this podcast. And are you? Are you I feel like we should cancel the facial. <laughs> no, we could do it next I'm time. I'm so I excited to do your facial. Are you kidding me? We could do it wait. next time I come in town. I feel amazing. I feel better than I did for the past seven years since my my health declined. That's the that's the thing. The reason why I'm not taking clients is because I just want to focus on me right now. Like my healing protocol is so intense. It just takes up. I'm in the kitchen all day. It takes up all my time. It Tell me up- about your healing protocol. I'm curious. I know that there's lots of different ways to skin a cat. And if you're not open minded, maybe don't listen to this podcast because people do things yeah. differently. And that's OK. That's, that's what okay. makes the world go around. Yeah. So tell us about your experience with healing. I feel like I don't talk about this too much because I I know so many people are going through hard stuff. Cancer other chronic diseases. I think it's worth it to talk about this stuff because even though I know it, it, it builds a little bit of camaraderie and community when people share the hard stuff they're going through. Cause a lot of times when you're going through hard stuff, you feel like you're the only one that's going through hard stuff, right? For sure. Which is why I did share, but you know, sometimes when you also share something, when you're still going through it, 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 I'm so vulnerable in a way. I'm so, I don't want anyone's opinion or, or, you know, because people think they know everything. I yep. never talk with absolutes. Like, that's the one thing that I just don't like. You know, like, I am doing what right now, what I'm doing could change, could be wrong. I just don't want everyone's, you know, opinion, energy energy, yeah, to, to come in, in the way of my process. Because I am very, like, sometimes you know how it could be. People could say something online and you could be like, oh my God, you know, but I don't want, I don't need that right now. But I did choose to share because basically I work with with a healer who was like, she wasn't pushing me, but she was like, listen, at some point it was boiling up inside of me. I wanted to share on Instagram. It really did to my community. This was last year. But, but I also was so scared. She was like, when you open yourself and when you share, you're going to receive. Not only will you be helping so many people, but you're going to receive so much information that you need. We are here for each other in this world, you know? And so she really, she said it at the right time. She said it in the beginning, wasn't ready at all. Then she said it later. I was ready and I did it. I did the video. I came out with it. It was, it really did open up a whole new world. And it all started with my tooth. So this is really interesting. I had a root canal when I was, right when I had Ella, my first baby, eight, nine years ago. Three months after she was born, I had six cavities and a root canal. And I was going through, I was going to the dentist all year for cleanings. They didn't see anything. Sometimes in pregnancy, things can really mess up with your teeth. Oh, that's why they're always checking with... Yeah, I heard this. So I was all throughout pregnancy, I was going to the dentist. And for some reason, it still happened, right? So, okay, so they do a root canal. I didn't know any better at the time. And again, like this is, this is controversial. Like people are like, root canals, they're, they're safe. For me, my health literally started to decline after that. And I thought it was because of babies, even my skin. You know, I had gotten to a point where my skin got so good after a horrible bout of acne when I was 19. 
And after Ella, it just started like not bad, but like giving me problems again. And I know that when my skin gives me problems, I know there's something going on internally. I don't look for another cream or lotion to slap on my face, you know? So I know there's a root problem. So whatever, I was just going through the motions, still felt okay, but off, off year by year by year. Go to this functional medicine doctor. He takes a stool test. This was last year, February. And he calls me and he's like, okay, you have a horrible bacterial infection in your, in your mouth that we see the bacteria is in your gut. So I was like, okay. He's like, did you have like wisdom teeth extractions or root canal or any mouth work? He's like, root canal. He's like, when? I'm like seven and eight years ago. Okay, you have to go get a cone beam scan from a biological dentist. So now I'll only see biological dentists. What's that? See? This is the crazy thing. Like, we should know this, you know? They try to get to the root. Like, they won't. If you have a cavity, they're going to be like, what's the cavity? Exactly. Like, nutrition. All of it. You know, deficiencies. Like, it's not like I used to think, okay, I'm brushing my teeth. I'm doing all my dental hygiene, but I have a cavity, they'll fill it. I have a root canal, they'll they'll fill it. They'll take care of it. People forget their teeth are part of their bone structure. And it is huge because it's the it's right there, goes into your bloodstream. It is, I mean, so the entryway to your gut. Is the bone from your leg? It's on the left side. But no, but more than this, just this will blow mm. your mind. This will blow your mind. The tooth, I have a flipper there right now, by the way. What's a flipper? I don't have a tooth in my like left a, side. Like a, like a, um, a denture. A denture. And I just don't care. So you shouldn't care. Don't. I don't. No I really one. don't. Like I, I, it's weird what we just don't care about after. And no one's oh, like, wow. your teeth look great. <laughs> so, so, so he's like, that's on your thigh. It's on the thyroid meridian. It's the thyroid meridian. So it's an energy blockage. So I had Hashimoto's and it takes time to develop. Because what is, what is, a, so he explained to me, and if you, you never seen the documentary Root Cause? No. Oh, so good. They pulled it from Netflix. So it's, it's on. Why do they Gaia. pull it from Netflix? Why? Why? I don't know, you know? And when I went to my dentist, who I love, who I've seen my whole life, and told him that they think this, you know, take x-rays, he was like, I took x-rays and you don't have anything. He's like, that's nonsense. I was like, so so they can't see it on a regular x-ray. It has to be a 3D panoramic called a cone beam scan. And literally when he put, I went to Texas, to Marble Falls. You guys live in Texas. Yeah, should we go to the dentist? Oh my God, he's the best. He's the best. You're so lucky I would go there. Okay, I sent, you have to send me the info. So, so they're, it's they're attached the best. to your thyroid. It's attached to your bone. Does, it's it, it's not attached to my bone, but it is on the on the meridian of the thyroid, but it's on the left side. So I link them. But the tooth is the bone, right? Yes. So well, more we, and more people are starting to talk about this. I know Ben Greenfield. You've heard it, right? It. Yeah, if, uh, yeah. More, I think more people, especially cavities, root canals, stuff like that, they are linking. But to your point, and I don't blame the world of dentists. There's a lot of amazing dentists, but no. a lot of them are going to fix aesthetic problems or fill cavities or clean. Like, you know, they're maybe not looking further under the hood into your structural system, into your bone system, right? They into didn't your diet, learn it. into all that. Yeah, so they didn't learn here's it. Here's my school. question, though: When the biological dentist tells you this information. You have the information, but what can he do for it? People forget, so you have like, to pull the tooth. 
Yeah, so he I mean, pulled the tooth. Like, so he's people and you got to do it right. Ago, if you got an infection, you were done. You were dead, right? It's like, like a so- splinter. He told me if this was an infection, and you, it's called a silent infection because you don't feel it. So it's one of the most dangerous that fester in your body because it's silent. There's no there's no alarm bells. But people's skin issues. But you the root people canal have skin does issues have from root that. canal. People have from wisdom teeth extract because you have an active infection. So what he thought is that you have an active infection brewing in your in your body for a good nine years. Your your immune system has been busy trying to take care of that active infection. That's a serious infection. And we all have cancer cells. And so it's just a perfect environment for cancer to thrive. And so it's just something, it's just another piece of the puzzle. I don't know if it's the, the root. I think it's a big piece of the puzzle. And I, I addressed it right away. So you pulled the tooth. So I got my body right. I prepared for it. I went to Texas. They pulled the tooth. They don't do, he's amazing. I wasn't swollen, no pain, no nothing. It really has to be done right. Like there's, there are doctors in New York. There's a big doctor in New York who I, I hear great things about, but it's a different methodology. I think he does like bone graft. And I heard, I don't know, it was like a little bit painful for some people. So I just wanted to go to the best, had a great experience, started feeling automatically different, like like less tired, less fatigue. And I remember just coming home and just like crying, like, like something was like taken out and it was like, a, like we closed a faucet. It's like a, thor- you know? a thorn in a hoof. Like you pull yeah. it out and, and you just something feel, you yeah. take a splinter out and, and your finger feels better. It's like that, like something was, was stuck. I don't know. It was like the beginning of everything because so when I started, so I started sharing my story in May or June. I got this out in July. And when I started sharing my story online, a lot of DMs came through being like, check this girl out. Check this, check this. You know, she also did this with her. her t- so I checked out a girl who had also her a thyroid cancer and had an accident. Her whole front te- teeth were knocked out. So that was the connection. She was going through this whole dental journey. But at the same time, I saw that she went to a clinic in Mexico. Cancer. So I was like, what is this? That's what I'm saying. Things started coming, coming to me because I'm open to receiving it at this point. I was like, I told Dave, I'm like, Dave, like maybe I should go. I mean, I know I don't have anything now, but maybe I should go because they're saying that you can't cut cancer out. Started doing research. They're like, you can't just cut cancer out. It's still there just it's just getting bigger and it's gonna it's gonna explode and that's what happens with recurrences you know because there are stem cells there are cancer stem cells that are like the soldiers the bulk of the tumor it's it's normal cells even so did you decide to go to the mexico place so not yet so that at that point i was getting tested every three months for my lungs because if this cancer comes back it comes back in my lungs oh my god so this is the first time i'm sharing this publicly they did find something in my lung oh. i know i know it's so crazy but it's okay because i'm gonna fucking beat it no matter what it is i will there's I, no other choice there's no other choice than to have that mindset and I think that it, you just have to keep thinking of your future. Think of the future every day. And I felt, I feel better than I've felt 
probably my entire life physically. So I know that things are happening. Good things are happening. It was the best thing. It was the worst thing that ever happened to me, but it was the best thing that ever happened. And it's so hard to say that when you, you, it, no, I can't even believe I say that, you know, but it's the truth. It's just the truth. So they found something in my lung a month after I found out about, about this clinic. So I was like, okay, this is a sign. Like I'm going to Mexico and learning everything I could. And I went for three weeks, had the craziest treatments, but it was just such a learning experience. Like everything we know is just so backwards. Like what? Like give us examples. Like nutrition doesn't just prevent. Nutrition heals. You can heal with nutrition. So what are they, what kind of things do they give It's predominantly plant-based, but it's no rules in that sense. It's not, it's more about not what you're cutting out. It's what you're putting in. Obviously you're cutting out processed food, refined sugars. I mean, all that stuff is absolute poison. It's poison. It's toxic. And my whole life, I was like, you know, you're surrounded. We, we like to hear good. People like to hear good things about their bad habits. So like you like something and you'll look for, 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 for confirmation bias. Yes. And I'm like that too. We're all like that. It's human nature, but you start to hear these things and they start to to, to, to make sense, it's cancer is a, is a system of the immune system malfunctioning. It, that's all it is because we all have cancer cells. So if you get your immune system right by sleeping in this, you know, circadian rhythm, meditation, you know, working on your mental and emotional state, getting sun in the morning, being out in nature, eating well, eating well, meaning incorporating a variety and diversity of plants like fruits and vegetables doesn't mean I still eat fish and eggs like less but it's what you add and it's like and but forget that for a second it's it's it you can heal I mean I I know these stories that's the community I'm in right now a lot of people blame food and technology and the things that we have access to for their health problems but I think a bigger problem is that with the free flow of information, especially on platform, on the internet, yeah. there's also greater pockets of people who are validating terrible behaviors. Meaning, yeah, it's true. And listen, this is not a commentary on people's bodies, or but it, just if you look at it from a pure health, I know perspective, what you're saying. It's there's there's people that you know from a health perspective, from a scientific perspective, are making poor metabolic choices or poor dietary choices or poor you know mindset choices, and then you have a portion of the world that is validating that behavior and it's complete confirmation bias where you look at someone who's maybe not taking care of their body or their mind or what they're putting in their body and then you have a group of people saying that's okay we accept you as you are that's good for you and you have a whole bunch of other people doing that and you wonder why the world's getting sicker it's because more and more people are validating terrible behavior right and if but when you think about it in your own life like you would never tell your own children to to behave that way exactly right and so i think it's very dangerous because Years and years ago, if you would have started taking poor actions or poor behaviors in your life, the community would have called you on it, right? Especially when we were living in a more tribal environment. That's a very, that's, this, it, it's a complex subject, but it's, it's true, right? Like if you take poor care of your body and your mind and your health and you put things that shouldn't be there in there, you're going to have a very difficult time. You're going to get sicker. You're going to get more out of shape. But look how many people are sick. Yeah. And so people look and they go, oh, it's just the stuff. It's, Blame McDonald's, blame exactly. Coca-Cola, no. blame these. It's not that. It's that you're having people that aren't taking no self-accountability and then other people telling them that's okay. 
And, 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 and saying I, this is going to piss a lot of people I, and off. And I know it's, it's such true. a it's such a touchy subject because that is the world we live in right now. But I'm sorry, like it's not about vanity. Like this no. is not about how we look. You know, how is your blood sugar? How is your how is your digestion? How is your how's everything functioning? Forget how you look for a second, because that's not what I'm talking about, you know? How do you feel? I, I meet what every other woman I meet has an autoimmune disease nowadays. It's really, really, really like an epidemic. But if, and, and listen, again, like this piss more people off. But if you look at the effect of COVID on this country in particular, why it was so detrimental is you have so many people whose immune systems are already so compromised that they're not able to handle any kind of new infection that comes in their body. It's not strong enough. Lauren and I got a lot of shit for it during COVID. I was not worried about it personally for myself. Of course, I was Me worried about either. people. But I was like, listen, here's why. I'm young. And I, I had care cancer. of myself. I'm conditioning myself. I'm working out. I'm doing things every day that are not comfortable to do so that when things like that happen, I'm in hopefully a position to be able to combat it. Now, again, and I know that's not for everybody, but wouldn't we be in a better position as a society and country to be like, okay, listen, this is probably not the first or last time something like this is going to happen. So we need to do everything to be able to put our immune system in a strong position so that when this happens again, you have the function to combat it, right? Instead of saying, hey, it's okay how you are because COVID demonstrated it wasn't okay how many people were. That's why it no. took so many lives. A hundred percent. And I... I think that it just became take care of yourself became so like didn't even mean anything anymore because it was such a like two camps, right? That take care of yourself. I mean, it really I mean it when I say like take care of yourself. It just didn't mean anything anymore during that whole time. Do you know what I mean? Just lost value. It's meaning. Recently, we had the founder of Ritual on the podcast, and we learned all the things when it comes to supplements. And honestly, that episode made me even more confident in my decision to take Ritual as my multivitamin. I take the essential for women 18 plus, but they have supplements to guide you through wherever you are in life. So if you need a prenatal, they have that. I took that with Zaza in Towns. If you need like a postpartum supplement, they have that too. They are very serious about their multivitamin. It's clinically backed and every single ingredient is traceable. So you can go on their site and see where it came from. It's clean. It's bioavailable. And also, it's one of the few multivitamins that's USP verified, meaning what is on the label is what's in the formula. It's crazy. Another thing, it's soy-free, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, and formulated without GMOs. They really did their research. The best part, in my opinion, is the detail of the minty essence. It's in every single bottle, and it keeps things fresh, and it makes taking your multivitamin enjoyable, so you're not, like, dreading it. You swallow it. You get this minty zest in your mouth. It's actually, like, delicious, and it doesn't give you nasty fish burps. Instead of striving for perfect health, aim for supporting foundational health. Great news. Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. You're going to visit ritual.com slash skinny to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 plus to your subscription today. One of the biggest challenges that Lauren and I went through when we moved from California to Texas was finding out who our new medical practitioners were going to be. 
we basically uprooted our entire life and had to start from scratch with everyone. Of course, we could go back and forth and fly to California, but that just makes no sense. This is why I love the platform ZocDoc so much. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun all on one free platform. No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you and your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book their doctors in their neighborhoods, especially if you're moving or in a new place and you haven't quite figured out who you're going to see next. Medical care is always stressful, especially if you're going through an issue and you don't know who to see, which is why we love this platform so much. Again, this is a patient-reviewed platform that takes your insurance and connects you with somebody that you are going to feel good with, knowing that you can trust with your medical care. With ZocDoc, there's no alarms, no surprises. Choose from thousands of patient-reviewed doctors and specialists, browse doctor profiles, upload and verify your insurance information, and get the care you need. It's just a more efficient, more trustworthy platform to use, and so many people have found value finding new medical practitioners through it. So check ZocDoc out. Go to ZocDoc.com skinny and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com skinny. ZocDoc dot com slash skinny Sundays for dogs you guys if you are looking for an air dried dog food this is it this is it because it's a short list of human grade ingredients it's not filled with a bunch of crap it contains 90% meat 10% vegetables and zero fake nutrients so they have USDA beef and all natural chicken And I'm obsessed with this, especially for Boone and Slim, my chihuahuas. They have digestive aids like pumpkin and ginger, plus disease-fighting antioxidants. I have noticed a big change in being careful what I feed my dogs before I didn't really look at labels. And Boone's eyes were atrocious. They had like the biggest bags under them and they were wet. And now since I've really paid attention to what I'm feeding him, I notice his eyes are so much clearer. Sundays is a healthy dog food that's actually easy to store and serve. And like I said, it's air dried food. Sundays cost 40% less than any other healthy dog food brands because Sunday doesn't waste money shipping frozen packages. Instead, they spend on what matters, sourcing the best all natural ingredients for your pup. And of course, we worked out a special deal for our dog loving listeners. You get 35% off your first order of Sundays. You're going to go to sundaysfordogs.com slash skinny or use code SKINNY at checkout. That's Sundays, S-U-N-D-A-Y-S, for F-O-R dogs, D-O-G-S, dot com forward slash SKINNY. Upgrade your pup to Sundays and feel good about the food you feed your dog. You sit here and you say that what's happened to you is spread to your lung. What and Possibly. You, possibly. And, you've, and you still are very, I mean, very positive about it and very stoic it seems like almost, you know, that it's going to be okay. I can't explain it. It's an energy. But it wasn't like that this whole time. Like I've had like horrible, horrible, horrible. I mean, that's what I'm saying that it's a very, very, when I say take care of yourself, it's, it's just look within in every facet of your life, you know, like uh, the stress, we know stress. Okay. Take care of your stress. No, like really like if, if, if you're living a stressful life, take care of your stress because I know that it impacted my health, you know? So, and I know because now I'm just not stressed and I know how I feel. I just know the, the, how extreme it was like that. And now how I feel, but 
when I... Well, do you think you're not stressed because now you know the effect of what stress was doing to you? Or is it just because you've... I think people were stressed like a badge of honor. I, yes, I especially in the city. Yes, I was like, it was a yes, hustle culture. Yes. I was like, I I'm working that. nine to nine yeah. with babies. I don't need a nanny. I don't need a housekeeper. I could do everything on my on, by myself. No, like, no, you know, I'm not going to see a hundred clients. I'm going to, because I didn't drink. I didn't eat. I didn't, I, I didn't pee during my work. Like I, I it was just self-abuse. It was self-sabotage. So, and, and we, we, we wear it like a badge of honor, especially in this, in the city. People make fun of me all the time because of my morning routine. They think they I love my morning. They, yeah, they think they, they think my morning routine is extravagant and they make fun of my nighttime routine. And it's probably absurd. But the way that I look at that routine is it is preventing me from stress. You're so smart, though. I'm like, sorry. You care. are so smart. Like, you're mad because like that I have an extensive morning routine. Everything I do is setting me up to be more effective on the hours that I work. I I don't care if something takes me three hours in the morning, if that's going it's to- It's okay. You it, should. It should. The it truth should. is too, and this is like, I guess when I think when I think about the periods of our life and, you know, almost 40 now with multiple kids and different ventures, and it's like- You're literally it, not almost 40 no, though. That's like yeah, so- How old? He's 40, 36. 36. I'm almost 40. That's okay. what we're doing. I'm older than you. That's okay. I look older than you, so don't worry. How old are you? 36. Life doesn't get easier as you go, right? Like more responsibilities. Like I think about how stressed I was at 25, 28. And I look back, I'm like, I didn't have to worry about shit then. I didn't have a kid. I wasn't married. Like I didn't like the business. If it failed, like who cares? You're a 25 year old kid. You get further along like, okay, I got a wife. I got two kids I got to think about. I got other people relying on me. I'm employing people. I got the, like the the stakes go higher and higher. So if you can't figure out how to manage it from a young age, it's not going to get better. You got to like, you got to take care of it early because your immune system is going to get weak. Like my immune system now is weaker, even if I'm taking care of myself than it was at 25, right? Because I'm older and it's going to get worse and worse and worse. So you got to manage that early or else you're, you're setting yourself up for a lot of pain in life. You guys like almost knew that you had to, I know that you guys left LA and for a more calm, right? Life, like a more. I've known from a, from a young age, and it sounds like you have too, maybe in a different way, but similar. I, I've learned, and I don't know if this is something from childhood, how to protect my energy. If you would have met me at 25 he, to 30. He was a little different. His journey's a little no, no, If you would have met me 25 to 30, I was a complete stress case. I wasn't calm at all. I was no. always in a pan, right? And like I, now it's funny because I don't remember the last time I got even a little bothered by- I used by, to say to him, there's no saber-toothed tiger. It's, but it's, what is that? There's like, no saber like, tooth like, tiger. I don't know what that meaning means. Meaning like, like I'm looking around for the danger was, all the time. He Instead of like enjoying that's, the present, it was always like, where's the tiger in the room? But that's, it's just like how we're conditioned. Yeah. I was it's anxious really and all the time, Lauren calls it made up stress, looking for things. And now it's funny because there's a lot more stressful things that happen, but they don't bother me in the same way. Because you have this, this, that your lifestyle habits and choice, everything that you guys do it's to release the stress. It's to relieve the stress. You guys do disconnect. You must yeah. with everything that you're doing. You must disconnect. Oh, yeah, but it's you know, little, I, I guess, think people don't realize how much we do. You must. But I, I guess what I'm saying is just like, I always try to like bring this back home to the audience that's listening. Like Lauren and I are not perfect. We have not always figured out and there's still a lot we have to figure of out. Course. But this was an active thing that we had to figure out because like I said, if you would have met me before this show existed, 25, 30, I was 
fucking stress case mess, no, we had to move right? to Austin. That's what I'm saying. But everybody can do it. Yeah. Right. I'm like, people write to me like uh, that who don't know my story. And I hate this. Like they'll write like relatable or like, it's like, it's not relatable. Like I can't do this. Not everybody could do what you're doing. You know what? Everyone should be doing what I'm doing. You can, if you wanted to, yep. you can, it doesn't have to be exactly the same, but you can. And no, I like cl- they'll say like, oh, Lauren, you're cold plunging. Okay, well, 10 I years, I took a freezing cold shower instead. Exactly. I want to clarify exactly. something too, because I know there's people listening and they're going to say, well, yeah, easy for you to say because there's success and fi- financial means. Not. Let me tell you something. Any kind of success and financial means, like, it, do, it like, yes, from an optionality perspective, it makes it easier, but it is actually way more stressful. Because before, if I'm building a balance sheet or building a company and it was just Lauren and me, the worst that can happen if something goes wrong yeah. is Lauren and I figure something else out. When you have children and you have employees and you have people that are relying on you for their life and their living and their families reliant on you for their life and living, you're not only carrying your personal stress, but every decision that we make as employers now, I have to consider how that affects everybody that's working with us, right? And so if if you don't battle armor yourself up enough to be able to handle stress, you're not going to be able to take care of not only yourself, but everybody else that's relying on you to take care of yourself. And this is why I tell people all the time, like it does no good for me at, in the position that I'm in to run around stress and panicking because that's going to cause stress and panic in other people's lives. And if the, and if th- something goes astray, it's going to have a, a real effect on people that are not just myself. 100%. When you made the decision, it sounds like it was a decision to, to live a, a less stressed life. What did that look like? It, it was it was also just like, again, finding the discovering the power within me to become the best version of myself that I could possibly become to live my happiest life, to live like a fulfilled life, my purpose, whatever it is. So after I went to Mexico, I came back and this is really a hard time at that point because the amount of things that I have to do, I mean, what? You want to know like details? I, yeah, I know you like the, the details. Detail you like I mean, the, 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 the I want every little detail. I want every little brand. Okay, so we're talking about enemas. Yeah. We're talking about, I was doing daily on enemas, well, which take like a nice two detail. hour situation in the morning. And is it coffee enema or regular? Coffee enema. So enema, it's not to clear your bowels. It's to, so, okay, I had to go predominantly plant-based and like I'm talking about like an over an abundance of of fruits and vegetables abundance and like variety it's not just eating a salad it's not it's it's like juicing six times a day I turned a little orange from the the carrot which is fine I like it it's kind of like a little glow it's really good for the skin too so anyone who has breakouts they should they should do carrot juice eating like only from 10 to 6, so intermittent fasting, sleeping at 9.30, 10 o'clock tops, waking up at 5.30, having a little, like I love my morning routine. I have a date with Dave in the morning, a coffee date before the kids wake up. It's our time to dream and talk and just be together. You know, in, in the warmer months, we go outside, sunrise, all that. And then I start food prep right away, like 7 o'clock in the morning. I'll start my food prep. For I'll, I'll make the coffee enema, go into my bathroom, the enema. Basically, I have to do it because with all of the plants and, and the fruits and vegetables that I'm eating, the diet, 
is very detoxifying in itself. So if my body is breaking down any dead tissue, like tumor, it has, it can't overburden my liver. Wow. So the enemas. So it's getting it out. Yeah. Well, very, that and, makes, to me, that makes a yeah. lot of sense. And there is a bit, there's a really important, like, uh, there, glutathione, there's so much happening with enemas. And then I also do colonic, which I love. And I do hyperthermia, which is like a sauna, but deeper penetrating. It works on the immune system, kills cancer cells, but not glutathione. glutathione in- no. So when you do enema, it releases glutathione. So you have by like you have 700 to- times or something. So do you have to supplement for it? No, she's saying it releases, releases glutathione into, into your, your body. System. Oh, it re- oh, okay. Your own okay. glutathione. It creates Amazing. It creates glutathione. Creates glutathione. Hmm. Yeah, we, uh, Bend reason- over, bitch. No, I'm going to give you an enema right now. I, I, you could I, I, use some glutathione. Instead of taking those packets, no, bend over. No, but I think a lot of oh people God. don't talk I about it. I swear I had a feeling that if it went this way, this would... Dave wants to do it. He, they they should. They all they all should do it. Listen, Lauren, we he's going to go to you and he's going to want to do an enema. You know, weirder things have happened with you. <laughs> That's, I'm not gonna. Okay, so, so you're doing coffee enema in the morning. That's releasing glutathione. And this is like every morning, but for a very short time. It's not, you know, it was when I was really heavily detoxing at first. Definitely, just so everyone knows, don't do that every day. And also don't do it if you're not eating right. And go because, talk to a doctor. Oh, yeah. Like, go to, oh, go yeah. to your own research. This is not like telling anyone no, to do anything. It's no, your journey. It is. And, and, and you cannot do it if you're malnourished. You cannot. You have to replenish your body. My body is getting so like if I told you what I had today. Tell me already. Uh, I had weird. I Go. had two juices with cilantro, parsley, lemon, ginger, celery, cucumber, arugula, microgreens, and then I had a smoothie because I need to digest better. Like it's better for me to digest the food. Like my body can't work too hard right now. It needs to focus on healing. Makes sense. So I blended tomato, pepper, parsley, lettuce, garlic, clove, onion, squeeze of lemon, some dulce, dulce, dulce flakes. I don't know how you say that. Like a bunch of vegetables and ate that. I'm drank just mad that. you didn't bring me one. It's kind of good, actually. It's not gross. At first, I was like, I don't know if I could do this. But After actually- having everything smell like metal, I'll eat anything. I know. Anything. This is actually good. I like it. And it's like it, the juicing is like a... People are like, juicing is not good because the fiber is out. There is a, you're juicing for a reason and you're blending for a reason. It makes sense. Juicing is like, goes straight to your, to your system. It's like a nutrient shot to your system. And I just love making, I love being in the kitchen. I love it. It's creative. I, I can't believe how many options you have. I love the beans. I love the, I love all of it. And then I had a smoothie with a bunch of things inside. I had like nuts I, I had a lot and this is from in like a span of two hours i could see you doing like a cookbook maybe because you are people so good do with love, your hands they they want to know what i'm eating all the time yeah and it's a lot of time because of because i'm i'm thin but what people don't understand is that i've always been thin it's 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 and don't focus on that don't focus on that i really don't tell people i don't talk a lot about diet because it, it almost seems like they want to know it because of weight loss, but it has nothing to do for me with weight loss at this point in my life. You are incredible. Thank you. You guys, she's been in my book. 
you also have tools. If someone was to start with one tool, I'm just going to recommend mine first, then you could recommend yours. I have your tool, by the way. It's really good. I bought it. That means a lot to me. Great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Coming from you. It is. Queen of I, had to, I had to see it. The gua sha. Mm-hmm. I have that. I use it all the time. I love it with an oil. It's, it's my a, baby. It's incredible to depuff. And this is so weird, but you're, I don't think you're going to think it's weird. It's also the gua sha that you sell is very grounding. And what I mean by that is it I is. can actually feel you're gonna like no. the ions of it. Like no. it's stone. It has such an energy. Okay. I'm so Are glad. you kidding me? Okay. I I I purposely sought that out because because this is like it's it's such a sacred time, you know, for us to do to be with ourselves, to do the gua sha. And so if the stone also has this power, this energy, not only will you want to do it more often, but it's just going to elevate the experience. Okay. That's and, and and the the angles of it, all of it is perfect. just so, it was for a reason. It's the most beautiful gashon. And it's, it's, it's the shape of a foot. And that has meaning. It's like, you know, our journey in life. You know what's going to happen? What? We're going to go home and Michael's going to say, where's that gua sha you guys were talking about? And start always, using it. Always this do. always happens. You on have to do it. Gua- I'm doing gua sha on you today. I can't wait. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Well, listen. Thank you for coming on here and being vulnerable. I think like it's not an easy thing to do. I always, you know, we have a lot of people on the show and I always think the best ones are when people come on and just share their story. And I think it's like, I don't think you realize at the time, but you never know who's listening and who can help. Right. And it takes courage to do it. So thank you. Where can everyone find you? I really think that a lot of people would put you in as a visual creator. And while I do think you are a visual creator, everyone should go to her Instagram and see it. You also have a lot to say. So this podcast, we focused a lot on your health, but you you have this whole other aspect, which is visual. So where can we go yeah. see the visuals of you doing facial massage? It's all on my Instagram. I mean, I do have TikTok as well, but yeah, at Noi Skincare. People think my name is Noi, but... No, it's Donna. It's Donna. Donna. <laughs> yes. Not yes. Dana. No, not Dana, not Dana, Donna. It's just a very weird spelling, but that's, I was born in Israel. So when we moved here, my parents messed that name up. I mean, but I like it. I'm into it. Yeah. I like different. Yeah. Zaz is different. I love, yeah, it's I a different love name. your children. They have to meet your children. The eyes. You probably get that all the time. The, 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 the people think we Photoshop the, the eyes. The size of the eyes. You know I thought what? I had big eyes. You yeah, have big got, eyes. Her I, grandmother had like the eyes, like Lauren's got big eyes, but the, whose eyes do they have? The, the big her, eyes? I think her grandmother's eye. They don't mind. I mean, look, I can't see shit out of these things, <laughs> right? I barely see you over there. Um, <laughs> no, I, like it's her, it's her grandmother's You would have eyes. a field day with his skin, huh? He has great skin. He has great skin. Wow. But these men with their skin, like they don't have to do anything and they have good skin. My Dave doesn't do anything besides the oral care. Well, but. listen, I looked like I was like scraped off the floor about seven years ago. I get to come, I get to talk to people like yourself all the time, right? So I'm I mean, you'd learning. have a field day. Like I feel he like you could really his lift skin. his skin because it's already like, like with your facial massage. Listen, I like aging. I know it's weird, but I like it. I don't I like know what aging, to say. But a I, lot of people think I do injections. Please, Lauren, I will, you have to touch my face and just put it no, out no, there no. once and for all. I'm sitting here with you in person under harsh light. I mean, they, there's no injection. No, I could tell that you sculpt. I mean, sculpt. I, I will also say it's genetic. Like there's my the, mom has the, 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 the her. No, you can't just get this the, a jaw without doing surgery or or something. Everyone you know? thinks everyone 
does. I like aging, but I want to be like a hundred years old and look like I'm seventy. So you focus on your internal terrain. Yeah. So I'm trying to think like, That's okay, like, I don't should we massage aging. his balls to keep them supple like his face? If you like this, you can listen. You are such a good wife. Yeah. You really are. It does work. I right? never thought about massaging Dave's but balls. But if they're going <laughs> for lifting, if they're going to sag. You know, Lauren, you don't want me to age. We better get back to the hotel. Do you ever get embarrassed? Do I? Um, like we don't know I mean, each yes, other. I get embar- Listen, no, no, okay, that's no. Wrong. I do the I get, same thing. To do, I get embarrassed in, 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 but no, I think. I think like, it's amazing. It that takes you don't... a lot to get me. Like sometimes people go, I can't believe the way she talks to her husband. I'm like, listen, no, is your I husband not lo- uptight? Like, like loosen up, buddy. But but what I'm saying is that's that's the most amazing type of relationship in my opinion. Well, I find because... her sense of humor funny, right? And I think that's exactly. the thing. Is like, I I rip a lot of yeah. I mean, like if I didn't find like. I mean, one, we probably wouldn't be together, but I think my wife is funny and I don't care if it's at my expense because I don't think it's a, like, she's not trying to Oh, I to couldn't date me. someone that was too sensitive. Can you imagine? Listen, no. I, sometimes I'm peeing from you guys, from your, the things that you say to him. I find myself laughing. It's well, we gotta, funny. Gotta have the it's banter. funny. Well, some people, I think it's, I mean, there's a weird like male, female dynamic where like I, some women feel they could never say certain things to their husbands and vice versa. It's just personalities, I think, though. I think that this whole episode, though, just proves that everyone doesn't have to be like everyone else. It's true. You could have a different opinion and still be friends with someone. This is going to be... Oh, yeah. How about that? 100%. One hundred percent. We don't all have but to be But I love like, that he doesn't. I love that. You know why? If I date a woman that doesn't kind of give it to me as good as I give it to her from a, you know, like that you know, sounds. I, what's happening? <laughs> and how lucky that, are our kids but, too to be uh, in terms of like to have just like you know? I don't, want, not the, I don't want the house mouse, right? I want somebody that's no. going to like you know kind of calm yeah. all my shit. I like that. It's like yeah. I, I want somebody that's like, hey, buddy, you're not that great. Like get it together, right? Because exactly. if not, I'm going to steamroll somebody. So you it's don't happened like, in the past. So you don't like his aging? I mean, I just think as you age, if the balls are going to get longer and longer and longer, if we can do something about it that's preventative. <laughs> I'm you should come around. out with a tool. Maybe like an ice bucket for you to tea bag every day. <laughs> your ginger tea today, just put oh your balls in the bucket. Listen, can you come out with a gua gonna... sha that's shaped just, like a penis? Hey, listen, maybe put that on Instagram and see how that's received that. That's that's I mean, I think people would receive that well. Why not? Oh. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. You guys, everyone go look at her facial massage. It's kind of like porn. You can't look away. (laughs) It's it's like it's ASMR. Yeah. 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 I I think that it also relaxes people. It's nice. I'm honored that you're giving me a facial. I'm excited. I can't believe it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Make sure you've rated and reviewed the podcast on iTunes. And we will see you next time with a very fun, festive episode. This episode was brought to you by The Skinny Confidential. Use code PINKMOTHER for 15% off. That's PINKMOTHER for 15% off on shopskinnyconfidential.com.